Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. For today's short devotional, I'm going to read a couple of verses that maybe, just maybe, you haven't thought too much about before. Acts chapter 20, verses 4 and 5. And I'm going to talk to you today about Aristarchus and Secundus of the Thessalonians. Here we go. Acts chapter 20, verses 4 and 5. And Sopater of Berea accompanied him to Asia. Also Aristarchus and Secundus of the Thessalonians, and Gaius of Derbe, and Timothy, and Tychicus, and Trophimus of Asia. These men, going ahead, waited for us at Troas. Now, These two verses are one of those little sections of the Bible that we often avoid or we even skip over because to us it just seems like a list of names and most of those names are hard to pronounce. Yet we believe that every line of God's word is not only inspired by him, but it's also a gift from him. And there's some kind of treasure in every line of the Bible if we'll only look for it. Now, perhaps one gold nugget here in Acts chapter 20, verses 4 and 5, is found in the names of the two men from Thessalonica who accompanied Paul. Their names were Aristarchus and Secundus. They were among this larger group of men who went with Paul on his way to Jerusalem. Paul had collected a generous offering from these mainly Gentile churches, and Paul was happy to bring it to the needy Christians in Jerusalem and Judea. It would be a wonderful gesture of true unity. The mostly Gentile background Christians from the West, loving and caring for the mostly Jewish background Christians from the East. And this team assembled in Macedonia and then went ahead of Paul and Luke to Troas where they waited for the apostle to arrive and to continue his journey towards Jerusalem. Now, what can we learn from these traveling companions of Paul, Aristarchus and Secundus? Their names tell a little story. And what follows, it isn't certain from the text, but it's simply a logical inference from their names. Aristarchus and Secundus were both Thessalonians. They came from the city of Thessalonica but they were probably two very different kinds of men. The name Aristarchus is connected with aristocracy, with the aristocracy, the ruling class of people. And it's likely that Aristarchus came from a wealthy and powerful family just because of his name. Aristarchus is just the kind of name that would be given to a nobleman. And we can suppose that Aristarchus was a man of high status. Again, do we know for sure? No, but it's a very good chance. Then, Secundus was a common name for a slave. Do you know what the name Secundus means? It means second. Slaves were often called not by their true names, but they were just sort of given numbers. The first ranking slave in a household would often be given the name Primus. The second-ranking slave in the house was often called Secundus. So there they were, Aristarchus and Secundus. One was probably a nobleman. The other one was probably a slave. Yet side by side, they served the Lord and helped the Apostle Paul. 
this true fellowship between a nobleman and a slave, that was a scandal to many people in the Roman world. They found it hard to believe that they could sit together and serve together in the same church. Yet they did because they each thought that who they were in Jesus Christ was more important than who they were thought to be in this world. It's rightly been said that the ground is level at the foot of the cross. There is no one from such a high station of life that they don't need Jesus. And there's no one from such a low station of life that Jesus can't lift them up. Everyone, both high and and lo, must humble themselves and come through the same gate of faith to Jesus. It doesn't matter if you're an Aristarchus or a Secundus. Jesus is your only way and the same way for all. Let's remember that and walk in that today. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.com.